Yo, yo, yo. What's good, addicts? Gang, you're on today with the Amor Brothers. Joel, have we done one of these before? I don't think we have. No, I don't think we have either. Like we have, but just us two, I don't think it's it's been a thing. But um no, yeah. very special episode. Yeah, I can't wait for this one. Um, how are you? What's been happening? Oh no, not much, you know. Same old, same old Melbourne Cup day yesterday. Shout out Kamora for coming last. Got that last place in the Calcutta, Andrew. That was beautiful. Um you know how much we got for last? Uh yeah, I think it was like Five hundred or something? No more. No, eight, eight ninety two. Gee, that's a, that's a collect. What well are running last? Beautiful. Yeah. Um, how was your cup day? I heard the pod, your solo pod. If you haven't listened to that, listeners, give that a listen. Um, did you have a good day, or what was happening? Not good on the punt. No, except for Kamora running last. Um, I nailed the losers, the horses that won't win. That's about as good as I can do. I can pick the losers. I just, you know, can't pick the winners, you know? Yeah. No, it's a, it's a struggle. But um, It is a struggle. I'll do some housekeeping. Follow the pod on Twitter at the FB Addicts, uh, Instagram at the Fantasy Addicts. Um, my personal account, Andy, no, at Andy FB Addict. And then what are you, at Joel Amor 9 on Twitter? I am at Joel Amor 9. Yes. Okay. Um, Today, listeners, we're just going to do a trade I've dropped me pen. That's good. Um, trade reactions pod. Uh, it's trade deadline day. Things were happening. Um, I don't know, Joel. Here's a question for you. Do you like being in the time zone that it's happening? Because my phone was dinging every like thirty minutes. Or did you like just waking up and seeing it all? Because you're in Australia, obviously. Um, I kind of like waking up and seeing it all. Yeah, interesting take. I don't know. It, like, I actually kind of forgot about it. And then, like, I woke up this morning and Hawkinson had been done. And then I got to work and uh, you guys were banging on about Calvin Ridley. And then I checked my phone at, like, 6.30 in the morning when I got to work. And it was like, Calvin Ridley's been traded. And I was fired up about that one. That was great. Yeah, well, um, let's get into it then. Um, So I'll start with the, the first two, which revolve around the, we're going to call them the tanking Carolina Panthers, but they've been very competitive of late. Well, they were almost division leaders. Yeah, well, there you go. Um, they gave away Christian McCaffrey to the Niners for heaps of picks. So they got a 23 second, third and fourth, and a 24 fifth. And they gave Robbie Anderson to the cards. I didn't actually uh, write down what they got. Sorry, I missed that one. But um, what's your takes here? My takes are CMC's the clear RB1 now and DJ Moore to the moon. But do you have any takes on the Panthers uh, running back and receiver leaving. Yeah, not really. We've we've sort of seen this. This is, feels like it was ages ago now. Um, Christian McCaffrey's obviously looked awesome since he's put on that Niner uniform. Um, DJ Moore's looked he's actually doing stuff, but I feel like that's correlated with the non Baker Mayfield factor because Baker Mayfield sucks. Um, and I don't know Robbie Anderson. He's kind of you know irrelevant. Do Andre Hopkins comes back? They obviously still have Hollywood Brown, so I think he's just a, you know, what are we? We're not even calling him, like, what is he, a wide receiver, a bench wide receiver in deep dynasty leagues. There you go. Yeah, good take. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't own him in redraft. I'd pick up a backup running back. Yeah, um, bit on the spot here, Joel. Is, is CMC a top five dynasty running back for you? 
Yes. So what do you got? You got Brees, JT. Well, you can't have Brees anymore. He didn't. Oh, does Bijan Robinson count? Can if you want him to. So you got Bijan. Yeah. Bijan's the one hundred one. All right, JT. Do you still have? Yeah. <clears throat> JT. Swift? Yeah, Swift or like Kenneth Walker or like. I don't think so. I think I'd rather have CMC than those two. Um, like, Brees is obviously still there. He's only twenty. He was only twenty years old when he entered the draft. So I think he's like twenty-one now. Um, problem is, by the time he comes back to full health, he's probably twenty-three, which is still not old. But you know, I think Travis Etienne has to be up there now. Um, yeah, he looks awesome. Good call. Um, do you have like Eckler, Saquon, Derrick Henry, like the old guys, or they're way down for you? Uh, I'd rather have Saquon than the other two. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but you know they're they're still obviously up there. Depends what kind of team you're looking at building, I suppose. Like Derrick Henry is no good on my team, but for a team that's con- contending, looking to score as much points as they can, he's obviously an elite option every week until they play the Eagles, who are going to kill him. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna. Uh, what's what's does Stephen A. Smith say? I'm going to digress or something. Um, Eagles are ranked second on the NFL power rankings, Joel. How do we feel about this? I'm not happy. I think they should be one. What do you think? Um, no, I think that's probably fair. Um, the Bills, obviously, the, presuming the Bills are well, the one and not the Chiefs. Yeah, all right, here we go. I guess the top five. I have the top ten in front of me if you want to try. Really? Okay. Uh, who made this? NFL.com. All right. So okay. So I'll take Bills at one. Yep. Eagles at two. Yep. Thanks for that. No worries. Uh, I presume Kansas City are at three. Yep. Uh, uh, Dallas at four. They are. Really? Look at me go. Shout out. Yeah. Um, Minnesota should be at five. They're not. Disrespect. Vikings um, are at seven. Vikings are at seven. Okay. Uh, the Niners? They're at five. How are Niners ahead of the Vikings? The Vikings are like six and one. Um, Faith can hear you. She's not very happy with this. I spare me. You're not that good. <laughs> um, shit, I don't know. Baltimore? Gee, I did not think that's a pro- when I saw them at six. I mean, that's crazy. They're not that good, but anyway, they just beat Tampa Bay and they almost beat the Bills. They only lost by a field goal. Um, all right, keep going. Uh, the you got- Bengals have are the Bengals like low in there? Bengals are 10. You're doing really well here. I know, I'm great at this. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting someone really obvious. No, you're not. I, you're I'm not. not. I don't think you'll get eight and nine. <laughs> Is it? The Giants? No, they fell out. They were there last week. Really? Um, it's gonna be the. Is it Seattle? Yeah, they're nine. I didn't think. Yeah. It, good job. <laughs> Thanks. Am I missing someone? Yeah, one at eight. A team at eight. Um, in that in that awful awful division. Oh, the Titans. Yeah, way too high, huh? Are they? Eight. Way too high. Oh, my God. That's disgusting. Yeah, so just to recap, it's Bills, Eagles, Chiefs, Cowboys, Niners, Ravens, Vikings, Titans, Seahawks, Bengals. Um, what 
what line would you set like Bengals at Titans? Oh, jeez, like Titans minus one and a half. Like I don't know, pick them. You reckon Titans are favoured? Did you say at Titans or at Bengals? At Titans. Yeah, they'd be favoured, wouldn't they? The I reckon they're laying two. I reckon they're getting two and a half. The Bengals just got absolutely manhandled by Nick Chubb. They yeah, they're Henry. That, that was an absolute spot game. You can hear my takes on that game at my last pod. And I nailed that shit. Browns plus three and a half was a lock. You did nail that. Um, yeah, that was this, the Bengals are still good. They're better than they're better than the Titans. Spin. Yeah, I mean, nah, maybe I'm off. I, I just think neutral field, I'll have it Bengals like minus five, maybe. You wouldn't? Okay. But anyway, anyway. Well, if you think it's that, not a neutral field, then they're, they're probably the Bengals are favorite on the road. Anyway, go move on. Yeah, okay. It's a pretty good effort for the top teams. Yeah. Um. Anyway, quickly, any clear omissions? Any... Who is your sneaky make the playoff team halfway through the season? You've had eight weeks to look at it. Who do you think? Um, sneaky make the playoff team probably the Atlanta Falcons. That's where I was going because I don't think the Bucks are any good. No, I don't, and the Saints aren't good either. Um, yeah, actually, the Saints actually could be that team to be honest. Yeah, just whoever you think is going to win that. Bet on that. Gross division, yeah. Some it has to be someone in the NFC because the AFC is too good. Mm. Um. Anyway, we'll move on. Next trade that happened was James Robinson to the Jets. Um, six round pick. So, I think they just tried to fill the Brees Hall injury void. Shout out Brees, we miss you. Um. Yeah, you you mentioned this is really good for Travis Etienne in redraft and dynasty. Is that the big takeaway for this trade? Yeah, has to be. Um, obviously, it's a bit of a hit for Mike Carter, who you know could have had some appeal as like a low end, like a you know maybe a, even the high end, like a proper RB two. Um, but now even he's like you know kind of irrelevant. James Robinson might get a little bit of a bump because he was you know really falling out of favor in Jacksonville, but he goes to a pretty bad situation. Um, at the Jets, they're having offensive line problems. Zach Wilson doesn't look great. Um, chances the wheels could be falling off in New York. But, um, yeah, Travis Etienne, big winner for this trade. Um, if you have him in Dynasty or Redraft, I'd be very excited. Um, if I had Mike Carter, I would be pretty – I'm probably the most disappointed if I have Mike Carter because um, – you know, he really could have been something. Um, and they draft Brees Hall. He obviously took a big hit. Brees Hall then gets injured. And, you know, they sign a veteran, James running uh, James Robinson, who, you know, eats into his workload. So it just seems like Mike Carter will never, you know, get a true shot at, you know, being a running back one in the league. Yeah, massive cock, massive cock tease to Matt Barber. Like he thought he had it and then just... No, but um, I tweeted, Joel, James Robinson will never die in Dynasty. And I believe that because just when you think he's gone, he comes back somehow. So um, next year, Brees Hall will come back and somehow James Robinson will be on a team and do something. He just he mm. always does. But um, yeah, I don't know. The Jets looked really bad without Brees. Not, I'm not going to count him out just yet, but yeah, I don't know. I don't really want to touch either running back. There's just a gross committee right now. 
But Isn't it? we'll move on. And the next trade was Kadarius Tony to the Chiefs for a 23-3rd and a 23-6th. Um, the Giants just hated him, I think. And I don't know. The Chief, This just adds to the wide receiver rule that is the Kansas City Chiefs right now. Um, I mean, besides Kelsey, you don't know. Like, who was it last? It was Michael Hardman, and then it's Juju, and then it's, I don't know, it's MVS probably one week. Um, do you think he makes an impact straight away, or do you think he is a long-term dynasty thing? I don't know Kadarius Tony personally, um, but he must be a pretty shit guy. <clears throat> like, for the Giants to trade him um, for, like, not much after investing a first-round pick in him, he's played, like, Four games for him. Um, Did well. Yeah, like he was 190 yards, 189 yards against the Cowboys. So I played him against Ben Circle that week and won. Shout out, Canaries Tony. Thanks for that week. Ben's still um, salty about that, too. Like, he is. He can't let it go. Um, he hates Canaries Tony. It's like Ben actually has met him and doesn't like him. But um, um, I'll quickly do this. Um, ben and Berger have a bet. In 2025, Kadarius Tony to average is it three fantasy points a game per game? Three fantasy points a game, yeah. Yeah, and it's like 50 big ones. So, listeners, if you're still listening in 2025, uh, see if Kadarius Tony can score three points a game. Anyway, continue. Um, yeah, but I think it has to be a boost for Kadarius Tony going into Kansas City. Um, However, like, you know, that's sort of becoming a real gross wide receiver by committee type of team. Um, and Kelsey, obviously, is the one. So it's sort of messy. It sort of helps him. I'm not sure if Kadarius Tony is good, but I think he is talented. Um, Giants are going to need wide receiver help in the draft, it seems, or they're going to have to get wide receiver help somewhere. But, you know, good. It's a good chance for Kadarius Tony anyway to get out of that team that seemed to hate him and maybe he'll be able to make something of himself and try average more than three points a game in 2025. Yeah, and um, on the contrary, like on the other side, um, I like Wondell Robinson. This helps him a lot. Dynasty it does. And redraft. And Dynasty or redraft, <clears throat> actually I'm going to say Dynasty here, Darius Slayton, if you're a competing team and need a deep flex, need some depth, might be on your waiver wire, might be somewhere. He's been really good the last two weeks, so um, someone to look out for. Joel, did you hate that take, or what did you think of that one? <laughs> did St- didn't Sterling Shepard, like, die again? Yeah, so Darius Slayton's, like, the wide receiver too by default. Yeah. Well, every time I watch it, it's always a Slayton, like, gross picking up. But he's kind of, like, okay, Slayton picks up first downs. As I mentioned before, I don't think Daniel Jones sucks. Yeah, me. Um, yeah, so I, I don't think he's great, but I don't think he sucks. So, um, you know, he can be handy as like, and there's only clearly like two main passing options that are him and Wandale Robinson. Even the tight end Bellinger, who was getting some work, he sort of died as well. So the Giants passing attacks just falling apart and Slayton's still there with Wandale. Yeah, well, it's run with Saquon, dump off to Saquon. Slants with Wandale or deep shot to Slayton. That's all they got, really. And run with dimes. Oh, yeah. The bootleg. That, that's great, too. Um, that works every time. <laughs> doesn't it? The next trade was today. So it's TJ Hawkinson and two fourth-round selections to the Vikings 
for a 23 second and 24 third. Um, I think the Vikings win this trade in real football. Um, uh, for, for dynasty, I mean, for fantasy football, dynasty, redraft, whatever you want. Irv Smith's dead, I think, like fully dead. I'm in St. Brown to the moon, my player player. Um, dynasty as well. Um, I don't know. Does this put the Vikings over the top for you competing? I, I, I don't know what else to say, really. I think it helps them with their pass-catching weapons. Obviously, Thielen is getting older. They obviously have Jefferson, who elevates any passing attack. Um, but I think this provides a little, little more depth. Obviously, Irv Smith had those chances. I think it was in that game against Philadelphia where he just dropped the walk-in like 60-yard touchdown. Um, he didn't really you know, deliver as what people had hoped heading into the season. Um, maybe TJ Hawkinson can provide... You know, that help, that sort of third tertiary passing attack that a really com- contending, competing team needs. Uh, I'm not sure if TJ Hogginson is that good, but he probably gets a chance to show us if he is good. Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback. Um, you know, he won't be facing much, you know, competition for um, obviously the Jefferson's going to take all the coverage. So, you know, it'll probably leave big open holes in the middle for Hawkinson to catch passes. I think he's good at pass blocking, run blocking too, which doesn't help for fantasy, but it will help for Minnesota. And um, obviously Irv Smith is injured too. So Hawkinson probably just walks straight into a starting role and can should be able to provide some help for fantasy owners and for the Vikings. Yeah, I don't really get it for the Lions. Like, I don't know. I feel like Hawkinson was what, like twenty five? Like he's still young. Yeah, he's twenty five. Um, been in the league. I think this is his fourth year now. Um, he obviously got injured at the end of last year. Hasn't really done much apart for that Seattle game this year. But I don't think he's terrible. Um, Detroit have a lot of passing weapons though, and they've been using that backup tight end. They have. I do not know his name, but he was getting a lot more work. Yeah, I was gonna say, who do you who's the backup? Like who did you pick up in deep dynasty leagues? I might look it up. Yeah. Brock Wright. James Mitchell. That's his name. He's like number eighty seven, Brock Wright. Oh, there you go. Um, oh no, Hawkinson might have been eighty. So it was Hawkinson eighty eight. It was one it was eighty nine or eighty seven and he was catching a few balls. Um couple of weeks ago when the the, the Lions were playing uh, I don't remember who they were playing but uh, there it is they would have been playing New England mm. so um yeah keep an eye out for him he might be something but like yeah the Lions had a young team like they got JMO Amon-Ra Swift Hawk and then once they inevitably draft like you know, CJ Stroud or something to replace Goff like it was a good offense like, I don't think the offense was the problem Unless they want to use these picks on the defense. I mean, I don't know, I'm probably talking too much about the Lions now. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think you have TJ Hawk in Dynasty, don't you? I do, yes. See, you're pretty happy with this then? You have to be, yeah. Mm. Less weapons in Minnesota, even though they have Jefferson, I would have thought, especially with JMO, still like an unknown. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think the next one to go down was Chase Claypool to the Bears for a 23-second. I just want to um, say, didn't Claypool like reveal George Pickens on draft night and now he's gone? 
Um, pretty brutal by the Steelers. But um, I don't know. I think this is good for Claypool. He's the clear alpha in Chicago. Um, bad for Darnell Mooney. Good for George Pickens, as I said. Um, good for Justin Fields. He's probably the big winner here. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do you have any Chase Claypool takes? I don't particularly love him, but I think he's, I mean, he's going to see a lot of targets. Uh, yeah, I don't think this is bad for anyone because obviously Justin Fields gets help. Um, I think Claypool gets more targets. Maybe it's bad for Mooney. Yeah, I think that'd be the only one because, um, well, he... Steelers' weapons obviously become less, um, less targeted competition around for everyone. Um, yeah, and Claypool wasn't making too much of an impact on that team. Uh, anyway, had a couple of good games, but nothing drastic. So I think it's good for obviously the big winner is George Pickens and Deontay Johnson, and then I think Justin Fields as well finally gets another weapon in a really depleted passing attack the only bad thing is the bears do not throw the ball much um so maybe the volume actually hurts um but you know it's a situation where if the bears start throwing more um it can be really good for claypool and mooney i think who maybe gets a little less um less coverage on the outside i mean fields has looked not bad um here's a question for you joel the 2021 draft quarterbacks is that right so it's what yeah fields mac zach wilson trevor lawrence trey lance rank them in dynasty <laughs> and davis mills don't forget millsy oh, he'll yeah. be out of it. <laughs> he won't get to have a job next year paul millsy yeah. um rank them jesus um easily i think mills is last oh that yeah i've I was just joking about bringing him up. Um, Zach Wilson's probably fifth. Is he? He's not good. Who's behind? Is he better than Mac Jones? Didn't they just play each other in Mac 1? Yeah, but just Zach Wilson looked like he threw gross picks. But he had two touchdowns and 350 yards. <sighs> he, he has way better weapons. Um uh-oh. Trey Lance is injured and hasn't done anything. Trevor Lawrence looks awful. Justin Fields has no help and that he's at the Bears. It looks who's the best one, Andrew? Uh here we go. You ready for this? I am. Lance one. Oh god, okay. Fields two. Is okay, is Trey Lance number one because he's better than the others or because you don't know he doesn't suck? Yeah, it's that. I don't know his shit yet. Like, okay. like, and look at the weapons he has. All he has to... I think, I think Trevor Lawrence is still number one. All right, and then who did I? And then, I don't know Zach Wilson four, Mac Jones five, Davis Mills six. Uh, anyway, that's enough of that. Um, next one was Ridley to the Jags for a twenty three fifth and twenty four second. I think that's very light for Calvin Ridley. Last time I see him play Joel he was um very good at football I drafted Calvin Ridley in the dynasty league I traded him to someone and then now you have him is that right yeah I traded him for a mid second round pick in this year's draft um I obviously didn't have the pick but 
stupid wheels to George Pickens. Um, I would obviously rather have George Pickens, but I probably don't know if I was going to take George Pickens. Anyway, I digress. Um, bit of disrespect for Calvin Ridley. I think he's really good. Uh, at the start of our Dynasty League, here is what you traded to get Calvin Ridley and Saquon Barkley, and you probably don't want me to say it because it's gross. Don't leave it out. Don't do this. So dirty. So you acquired from Charlene Calvin Ridley and Saquon Barkley. You gave up two firsts, 21, 22, and 23, two 23 seconds, plus, now listen to this, Ayuk, Pittman, AJ Dillon, Chase Claypool, Noah Fant, and Elijah Mitchell. Fuck, that's so nice. I gave up Pittman as well. Yeah. Uh, like, Dylan sucks, so that's fine. Fant sucks, so that's fine. But, oh, there are so but many... you were mainly doing this to get Calvin Ridley. Yeah, I was doing it to get... I mean, I thought Saquon was good, like, two years ago. I mean, he's good now. And I think you, after you got Ridley, you traded Ridley two wheels, and it was... I got Adams. Ridley... Yeah, you got Adams. You got rid of Ridley... A 23-second, a 22-third, and a 23-first. So a first, a second, and a third in Ridley and got Adams and Lockett. Yeah, I mean, Adams and Lockett are really good for me this year. I need them to win. So, I mean, yeah. Mm. I mean, I really... And I obviously then traded, got Calvin Ridley for a 22-second. Yeah, so Ridley's been a piece. He's been moving everywhere ever since he got... Caught for gambling. We love you, Calvin. That's why you are my favorite. Um, yeah, I just think he's good at football. He tweeted hashtag Duval on the Twitter. Um, so he's happy to be there. I think it's good for the Jags. We're talking about the wide receiver four. Yeah. Um, from 2020. Yeah, exactly. I remember. He had 1,370 yards, nine touchdowns. Yeah, he was on Gross Wheels' team when he won the title, and he was awesome. Well, he, he'd do everything. Mm. Yeah, I think it helps Trevor Lawrence heaps next year. Um, yep. I think he's a true wide receiver one. Apparently, the Eagles were going to go after him before he got done for gambling. Really? Well, I mean, they have AJ Brown now, and he's... Haven't you heard that, Haven't you heard that rumor? Yeah, uh, no, not really. I, I didn't. Yeah, we're... It... I mean, it worked out for the Eagles, obviously. But, um, yeah, Calvin Ridley was close to becoming an Eagle before the suspension per Jay Glazer. Yeah, wow. So he could just be AJ Brown right now. But instead, he, you know, had a bet. The NFL really brought down the hammer. And now he's in Jacksonville, serving a year off. So, you know, good luck, Calvin. I'll be rooting for you all the way. Hopefully you can help Trevor Lawrence because he needs some. Yeah, um, Christian Kirk takes a hit. Not this year, but next year, probably. Yeah, probably. Um, Drake London up stonks. Um, yes, Kyle Pitts up stonks. Yeah, but Kyle Pitts sucks. Um, Kyle Pitts does suck. Yeah, that, that is true. It's not fair. It's just they don't throw the ball. But I drafted him in face family league, Joel. I'm two and six, and I know so much more than them. So I took JT, then I took Pitts, Hollywood Brown. Um, who else is on that team? It it just shouldn't be bad. And 
Oh, um, Dak Prescott. Um, just it's just a nightmare. Anyway, that's um, move on. Um, yeah. Do you need any have any more takes on Ridley to Jacksonville? Not really. I, not real. Not really. Not really. <laughs> I think the Jags will be much better offensively next year with Ridley as the you know true wide receiver one. Obviously, they got Christian Kirk, who has looked fine. Christian Kirk was pretty mediocre as a Cardinal. And I think Calvin Ridley was pretty elite as a Falcon for many years. Um, like their wide receiver courses, like Zay Jones, Marvin Jones. It's not anything to be impressed by. And I think this is a really nice piece. Real life and for fantasy who will be help Trevor Lawrence help this whole team be much better. We've seen what a real wide receiver can do for teams. Uh, ask Buffalo, ask the Eagles. Um, I'm not saying he's that, you know, that good, but he is a clear upgrade on what they have, and a true he is a wide receiver one in the league and was before he got suspended. Plus, it's not like he never got injured. He just he just had a bet. Um, he can still practice. Oh, he can't practice, but you know, he can still work out. He can still train. He can, you know, as long as he's keeping in shape. Um, I think he'll really bounce back. Um, you talked about receivers. Who's your top five in the league, you reckon? I just want to bring this up real quick. Is it Cooper Cup? Is it Justin Jefferson? Is it Jamar Chase? Is it the Miami boys? Is it AJ Brown? If I was building a team, it would be Justin Jefferson. Yep. For fantasy, it's Cooper Cup. Yep. Um, and probably Jamar. And Mike. Yeah, then Jamar. Most underrated is definitely AJ Brown. He's so good. He's so good. Uh, I think DK Metcalf went from being yeah, I forgot about him. Sorry. I he I think he went from being like respected, and now he's like really disrespected. He's so good. Like you can talk sh- like everyone loves Gino, but Gino has awesome weapons. And by the looks of it, they were making Russell Wilson look pretty damn good too for a long time. And Russell Wilson left him and Russell Wilson's dog shit now. <laughs> and Geno Smith got them and Geno Smith is awesome now. So I think the main piece in that is, you know, Metcalf and Lockett. I think they're really disrespected as a wide receiver duo throughout the league. We haven't mentioned Devontae Adams yet. Um, we've seen what the Packers are without him. Um. Yeah, and Tyreek Hill. <laughs> We've seen what he's done to um to Tua. So yeah, hard to hard to really pinpoint. Oh, and Diggs too. We didn't even mention Diggs. Oh, that's my bad. Yeah, I I did this real quick. I forget what left Diggs out. Diggs is probably there's there's so many. Um. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the good trades. I'm gonna say I'm gonna lump. I'm gonna clump all these. RBs together right now. So Jeff Wilson to Miami for a fifth. Edmonds, Chase Edmonds to the Broncos. Shout out Frank. Um, as part of the Bradley Chubb deal. Um and Naeem Hines to the Bills. Disappointed there's no Kareem Hunt and Brandon Cooks to talk about right now, Joel, for my Brandon Cooks and Nick Chubb dynasty stonks. But who excites you the most out of Jeff Wilson, Chase Edmonds, and Naeem Hines? I think it's it's not Naeem Hines 
I think I think they spent too much on James Cook to let Naheem Himes just um I can't say his name properly. Naheem Hines. There we go. <laughs> um <laughs> I think they spent too much on James Cook to make him a thing, especially straight away. Especially what did they give up for Naheem Hines? Uh, I didn't say that. Um Zach Moss and a sixth for Naeem Hines. So stuff all. Um yeah, I don't I think that's more a piece for maybe to help James Cook become a player like Naheem Himes. Gosh, so hard to say. Um, I, it's not Chase Edmonds. I think he had his opportunity to be something, proved he's not that good. Um, so it's not him. Jeff Wilson intrigues me because he, as you were sort of mentioning before we started, he could realistically take over from Raheem Mostert. Yeah, well, Mike McDaniels is just trying to create the Niners again in Miami, just with Debo now, Tyreek and Waddle. Like he's, I don't know what he's doing there, but the running game is just the Niners from two years ago, and I think it's going to be a one-two punch kind of thing. Um, yeah, and I mean Raheem most has been awesome, so yeah, I, I think Jeff Wilson is going to be more relevant than he was now with Christian McCaffrey at the Niners. He was going to get nothing. Um, so I think well, most most it takes a little bit of hit, um, but I think they'll both do their thing. Uh, Chase Edmonds is just, I don't even know, like he's third in the pecking order. Melvin Gordon, who is the other guy? Lat Murray and now him. Like he's just another, yeah, yeah he's just another and Murray or something. Mike Boone's better than them all. He just um got injured at the worst time. <laughs> You're on the Boone train. <laughs> I think Mike Boone's okay. And yeah, Naeem Hines is just a. The Bills are obsessed with getting a pass catching back. I don't know why, but they just wanted one. And they don't pass to the running back anyway, so it's real weird. Yeah, well, they wanted um the commander's guy, name slipping me, and they Mooches. Find, yeah, McKissick, and yeah, now they get Hines. Um, yeah, if you can sell Naeem Hines or anything, do it. I don't think he's going to be that good. Um, on the contrary, Dion Jonathan Jack- Taylor. Oh no, you go on that. Yeah, Deion Jackson. <laughs> yeah, no, JT is going to be the same. But um, yeah, I think Deion Jackson is going to catch balls now in the backfield, and he might be available in your dynasty waiver wire. So, um, that's all I have. I think Naheem Hines takes a hit because his best asset was being like the clear backup, yeah. whereas now I don't think he's a clear backup at all. And yeah. I mean, I said Deion Jackson, but maybe it's Zach Moss, but I just don't think Zach Moss is good. No, nah, he sucks. Yeah, right. so we're still on team Dion. Neon. Yep. All right. Um, Neon, Dion Jackson. <laughs> that's that's all I have down, Joel. You have any any last minute words? Anything to discuss? Um give us a uh here we go. Give us a MVP Super Bowl halfway through the season. Let's do it. Well, the MVP is already down to a two-horse race. It's either going to be Josh Allen or Jalen Hurts. I can't imagine anyone else winning. Um, or the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Is it just a Bills-Eagles fest? Well, it might be a Bills-Eagles fest. I think if I was to pick a sneaky team um, from the NFC, it's the Niners. I know they got shit kicked the other day by who they get shit kicked by. The Chiefs got them pretty good. Yeah, they did get them pretty good. 
They, um, they beat down the Rams, but I think the Rams are bad too. Yeah, the Rams suck. Uh, and the Vikings. Oh, the Cowboys too. I think the NFC is a real like four-horse race. You've got the Eagles are clearly out in front. The Vikings and the Cowboys are right behind them. And the Niners are probably the best team that's in the chasing pack. Um, and the AFC seems like it's going to have to go through Buffalo. And I can't imagine anyone actually going into Buffalo and winning a playoff game. The only person that can probably do it is Pat Mahomes. And I don't know if I want to be on the Chiefs this year. I don't. They're good. They're still good, but they just don't have as much wow factor as I think they did last year. Um, and obviously they got rolled by the Bengals. The Bills probably should have beat them. It was 13 seconds and that game was over. And that was in Kansas City too. So I think it's the Bills' year. Um, it just seems that way. Presuming, you know, everything runs right for them. They stay healthy. Um, yeah, they'll be fine. I think the Eagles are still underrated by the general public. Like, you hear noobs like Bill Lawrence and Matt Barbara telling me, like, the Eagles are, oh, they're only a first-half team. They're only a first-half team because they freaking belt the shit out of the other team for the first half and then don't try the second half. So, um, yeah. Any other smoky teams for you? Um, if they can make it, brown dogs with jet with D Watt. <laughs> but no, I don't think so. Um, I don't think they can make it. The defense isn't that good. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think it's six teams. Well, for me anyway: Bills, Eagles, Chiefs, Cowboys, Niners, Vikings. Throw the rest out. No one else is good. Like <clears throat> sexy preseason picks, like the Bucks, Packers, Chargers, Broncos. The Chargers are the most disappointing team in the league. Yeah, like they all suck. I don't know. Maybe I'm not. Mm. I think it's a six-horse race. Chargers at Falcons this week, Andrew. What's the spread? At Falcons. At Falcons. Are the the Falcons fate? No, they're not. It's Chargers minus two. I don't know. It's three and a half. I think the Falcons cover. (laughs) Yeah. I might tweet that out. Can you see Baltimore going anywhere? Um, Who wins that division, the NFC North? Yeah, I don't know. I I don't rate any of them. I could be wrong, but probably the best. I think Cleveland with Deshaun Watson are clearly the best team in the division. We love D-Watt, but yeah. I don't know. He's so good, Andrew. He is. He is the man. Um. Before we close out, um, just want to give the listeners a winner folks day. Obviously, Ethan Carnival rolls on. Uh, Thursday, Australia time, is the Kennedy Oaks over 2,500 metres. Race eight on the program. Uh, and, Andrew, we like number eight, Queen Air. Uh, currently $8 on the sports bet. Shout out the sports bet. Now, you might look at it and think this horse has had three starts, hasn't ran a place yet, Andrew. But its run last start over 2,000 metres at Flemington was was great. Just looks like that of a coming winner. That was on a soft track. We're probably going to get a soft track again at Flemington on Thursday. Um, think the extra 500 metres in this race will suit. Meets much of the same opposition it met in that race. Um, and I think it has, you know, has the most upside coming out of that race. 
Um, I don't like She's Extreme, the horse from Sydney. Um, I think it's probably been aimed at other races, um, this preparation, and I don't know if the 2,500 metres will suit. Um, I think this has been an aim of Queen Air. Um, as I said, its run on Saturday was awesome, over 2,000 metres. I think it's just primed, ready to go. Blake McDougall, Andrew, takes the ride. Looking for his first group one. I'll be pretty emotional if it wins, not going to lie. So, Queen Air, if you want to follow Joel. I love this, that you're giving out horse racing tips. It's what you were meant to do, Joel. Queen Air. It is what you're meant to do. Yes, race eight, number eight. I mean, while I have you here, let's do a quick Thursday night preview because Frank's hopeless and probably won't get it out. Um, Eagles, Houston. I think, it's, I think it's at Houston or is it at Philly? I think it's at, at yeah, um, fourteen point spread. I think I'm taking thirteen and a half. Yeah, I'm taking Philly. It could be anything. I'm taking. <laughs> How uh, hard does it have to go up? I think I think they win by three touchdowns. So twenty one and a half. I think about taking Houston. Maybe. Mm. Am I wrong saying that? I think you could get like a gross backdoor cover. Uh, I don't know. The Thursday night games are gross, and I I like I love Philly. I think they're so good, but um, I think it's a bit of a letdown spot coming up. I still think they win the game; they win it clearly, but um, you know I can see them winning by ten, sort of like what the Bills did like this last week against the Packers, where they win the game. It's never in doubt, but they don't cover the big big spread. And. I mean, I will. Oh, I'm not. I'm not betting on this game. Like, I I don't want to bet on the Texans, but I just don't really want to bet on Philadelphia either. Um, what like what's the first half line? Like, that's a line I could get around. I I don't have it in front of me, but oh, uh, first I'll... half, the first half handicap seven. Yeah, that's nice. That's real good. Yeah, that's probably. I'd rather bet on that than bet on the game. The thirteen and a half. Yeah, I mean, I will do a. I'll organise you four kings on the group chat to get a tweet out on the twitters um, at the FB addicts on Twitter. Check out our threads. Um, but yeah, this is this might get my money, Joel. Thirteen and a half Eagles. This this is a shit kicking. I mean, have the Eagles been on prime time yet? They're really gonna flex their muscle. Oh, they did against Dallas. They're gonna flex them again. Joel. And against the Vikings on. The opening no was that the week two like Monday night football that double header yeah well either way they're disrespected in the power rankings and this is where they really flex them flex on them um fantasy football start hurts start Sanders start AJ Brown start Smith start got it start them all um and start the Philadelphia defense oh yeah if you have them Ooh. um <laughs> <laughs> this is a they score 20 for you on Thursday night and you just win. Like that, there's no recovering. Um, Texans, do you just start Pierce and that's it? End of list. I, I don't have Brandon Cooks in any spots. Like, has he been bad? Yeah, he gets like five catches, uh, 40 yards, maybe a touchdown every three weeks. I don't, I'm not sure he's had two touchdowns, to be honest. I think we predict like the Eagles to just do what they always do, dominate the first quarter and the second quarter. Maybe Damian Pierce gets taken out of the game, but he had the gross junk time receiving touchdown at the end of last week. So perhaps he can do the same to Philadelphia, you know, um, 
take their foot off the gas and you know he might I think Damien Pierce is good where you know he can sort of break off a couple of big runs and you know I think you still have to start him yeah there's no way I mean if you have a better option but there's no way you do do he's like he's if you do you're the best team in the league so it won't matter yeah exactly um Mm. I think that wraps it up Joel quick instinct first touchdown bet for the listeners if they're bored on Thursday night I've been looking at the um, lines. I think I would bet on Dallas got it. What about some but, like Kenny Gainwell or something? What's he paying? <laughs> what What do you want for Kenny Gainwell? I want like 35s. Yeah, it's 21. Ah, uh, never mind. No. The problem is the whole Philadelphia offense is so diluted. Like they have five people paying under $11.50. Yeah, but it's what about the Philly defense? What's that? <laughs> it's only twenty three. Oh, I'm trying to find value, but I just can't. Yeah, yeah, like they just think Philadelphia is going to score the first touchdown. Everyone knows they're going to score the first touchdown, so it's just like one of those ones where you know where where do you where do you spend your money here? Like Frank loves the Jalen Hurts rushing. What's that? Yeah, I like I've done that before against the Cardinals. It wor- it works a lot. He's only seven dollars. Oh, no, never mind. Um, like, you get the same line about Nick Chubb first touchdown. I think I trust Nick Chubb more than I trust Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I think, yeah, what was Dallas Goddard's price? I think that's... that's Goddard's eleven fifty. Devontae Smith's 11. I think I would bet on one of those two. I think AJ Brown's too short at 825 coming off the big week. It could just be Miles Sanders and it'd be really obvious. Yeah, well, I was going for, a, like, the... Philly love to just some when they shit kick teams like just have the running backs score all the touchdowns. That's where I was going with Kenny Gaines, but twenty one. Maybe you can anytime Kenny Gaines at five twenty five. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. These are all going to come out on the Twitter, but um, for right now, Joel Dallas got it first touchdown. A more special, but um. Yeah, and I don't really like Dallas got it either. Yeah, he's got that Frank stink. He does. He. There's a frank reekiness about him. Anyway, he's going to be our first touchdown bet. First lean, always stick with it. Exactly. Um, good luck with Queen Air. Good luck today on the quaddy. Um, Thanks. I'm going to go to bed and have 400 repeats at 6.30 in the morning tomorrow. So that's good. Um, that sounds like heaps of fun. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, thanks again. I'll talk to you on the next one. See ya. You, you will. Thank you. Did you want to plug the socials again? I probably should. Um, Instagram at the Fantasy Addicts, Twitter at the FB Addicts. Um, thanks, listeners. Frank will be hitting you tomorrow, hopefully, but no promises. Because um, it is Frank and he is unreliable. He's just a workhorse, man. You know him. Yeah, I do. All right. See you, Joel. Thank you. Bye.